Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. All right, there it is, Wednesday, the 13th day of September, 2023. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there is Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson. Hello. Our friend Kyle in the other room. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Use that same number to get in on the text machine. Get the podcast or stream us anytime, anyplace, anywhere. The Odyssey app. TheBaileyShow.com or anywhere you get your podcast. Today we will release episode four of the BS Uncensored, not only on the Odyssey app, but also on our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show if you'd like to see our uh, two out of three ugly faces. (laughs) Giving you the benefit of the doubt there, Nikki Dave. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. And uh, give us a like, share, follow on the social media. Listen to the BS if you don't mind. More tickets for Farm to Fire to Fork. Give those away next hour, and if you follow us on social media, then last night you hopefully saw the video of the really, 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 really cool opportunity Mm -hmm. that we have for you this morning. It was a last-minute come-through for Jelly Roll, and I I don't know if I've met someone that does not like Jelly Roll. (laughs) Now, I have seen a couple posts regarding the conversation that I had with him not that long ago of the... Hater because he's got a past. Mm-hmm. And, right. Right. It's the stupid. You, you've got a past. When you were a kid, you did this. You cannot do this in your 30s. Right. Ever. Like, ever. You're not allowed to do that. Some people, man, I tell you, it's kind of funny. But anyway, uh, uh, Jelly Roll's at the Toyota Pavilion in Concord tomorrow. And so, which I did not know. I didn't know that either. Until last night when uh-huh. I got a call from the boss man. out of the loop. And he's like, I've got this VIP experience. Do you want to give it away? I said, yes, that's pretty cool. I was like, what does it entail? He says, I don't know. I'm going to send you an email. <laughs> so it's going to be one winner. I'm getting to the point on how you can win here, so just bear with me. One winner, two tickets. The kicker is you have to be at the Toyota Pavilion tomorrow no later than 5.30 p.m. Right. Mm-hmm. If you can't do it, don't even bother participating. Don't even call in. Right. Uh, and this includes two premium seats. Invitation to the Jelly Roll VIP Lounge. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll have hot and cold hors d'oeuvres, cash bar with four drink tickets, photo booth, and more. Limited edition tour poster, VIP exclusive Jelly Roll gift item and laminate, photo opportunity uh, with Jelly Roll, tour merchandise, shopping before door time. Dang. So you get in before the crowd gets yeah. in. Which is, I'm. You know what? I've never seen that a part of a package in the years that I've been doing this. Whoever came up with that idea is brilliant. Yes. Absolutely, because those lines be so long. Right. That is a really, really good idea. Plus, uh, you get the dedicated entrance and on-site VIP team. Like, you're being treated like... Uh, a, you're part of the crew. Right. Like you're part of the crew. <laughs> so, how do you win? Get to the good stuff, right? How do you win? Uh, throughout the show this morning, starting here at 7 a.m., all right, we're going to play three different clips 
those clips together will form a sentence. Mm -hmm. When you finish the sentence, be the first caller and you will win. That's just that simple. So we'll play a clip here at the end of this hour. Mm -hmm. It'll be the first part of the sentence. And then around 8 o'clock, we'll play the second part of the clip. Uh Uh-huh. And you might be able to figure it out by then. So it's uh, you don't have to wait until 9. Like, if you think that you figured it out. After the first two clues, you can mm-hmm. call in. If, it, now, blow my mind. If you think you got it after the first one, <laughs> then pff, by all means, feel free to guess. as You can guess as many times as you want. But at 9 a.m., the third and final clip will be played. So you have to have the first two clips in order to put the sentence together have the sentence together, and be the first person on the phones, and bam, you're going to win. Is this like a jelly roll type sentence or this random? Good question. Mm. I had Nelson go to the conversation that I had with him not that long ago uh-huh. and just piece together a sentence. Oh, okay. So Makes it's, sense. well, <laughs> The sentence might not. <laughs> the sentence might not, but the content makes sense. The, I got it now. The concept makes sense. Right. Mm-hmm. The sentence might not make all that sense. And, you know, we got an intro and everything for it, so yeah. it's 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 going to be rocking and rolling. So it's got good. It. It's called Jelly Roll. Oh, you want to play it? Yeah, right here. Yeah. Guilty as charged. Jelly Roll's life sentence. You get nice, it? Nice, I get it. He's got I a get you get it. he's got a past, but we're putting together a sentence. Uh-huh. So you're thinking it's about crime, but it's about words. It's not. Yeah, it's wordplay. Isn't that great? It's great. No. I love it. I love how excited he <laughs> I is. I love it. You should have heard him last night as we were putting it all together. He was like a kid in a candy store. I oh, just he loved loves it. Loves yeah. doing that. Stuff. I love it when Bailey's got a new hot idea that he's just like ready to get and see it uh, formulated. I am a sucker for a play on words. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I subscribe to the theory that Every good idea starts with a good title. Amen. And so uh, I was at the gym yesterday when I got the call, and and which is perfect because that's where like you my can think, that's when I can think. Right? I was wondering yeah. what the background was. I was like, it's the gym, or maybe he's at the mall. I guess I know you like malls. I do like malls, but malls are for the weekend. Oh, that's... <laughs> hold on, let me write that down in the list of Bailey rules. Malls are for the weekend. Gym is for the weekdays. Malls are for the. As I'm surrounded by tattooed, uh, juiced-up, middle-aged men, then uh, this is where my ideas started to flow. I've never seen so many people, you know, like in my, like, I thought, I think that I'm in pretty decent shape, right? Uh, Not even close. Like, you you, you see some of these guys. They look like those ED commercials. You know the guys in the ED commercials? (laughs) They're like low 50s, mid 50s. They've got salt and pepper hair, uh-huh. and they're really handsome, and they're in really good shape, right? And they fit the t-shirt well. Uh, yes, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. You know, they you filled know, it out. You know, the guy that filled like, but it's not too tight, Mm-mm. but you can still see the muscle. To that's like the per- right. That's the, those guys all work out of my gym. Oh, like there's a whole group of them. There's like they're a gaggle all photoshopped, they're, walking around. They're not real people. <laughs> they're 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 photoshopped people, and and all the girls uh, for the most part are younger girls. And every single damn one of them either has a, or both, a tattoo on their forearm or their entire leg is covered. Yeah, there are a lot of full sleeve, full leg tattooed women here. Uh-huh. For sure. I'm always like, dang. And sure. tattoos as well. Uh-huh. Wait till you hit 40, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait till you start turning. Let's see how that looks. Ooh, I yeah. can't wait. You know, uh, uh, Kyle was talking to, I walked in with Kyle and Nikki D this morning in the kitchen. He had no idea who Jelly Roll was. 
Wow. Until this is how compelling my video was last night. <laughs> he saw my video. He thought I was joking, right? He thought I was joking, so he went and researched Jelly Roll, mm-hmm. and now he's a Jelly Roll fan just because I posted that one minute and 32 second video. Look at you changing lives <laughs> with your content. I was like, go ahead, baby. So I made, I made a comment to him because, you know, Kyle is a very good broadcaster. He's a very good, uh, his show on ESPN 1320, which comes on after us at 10, is very, very good. He and his buddy, they do a great job mm-hmm. uh, of, of doing their sports stuff. But I've been in that sportsy world for a second. People in the sportsy world know nothing else. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. I know you keep saying that, but I just, I guess I've never been around it up close. So when he told me he never heard of him, I was like, well, like ever? Like you didn't know who he was at all? He's like, no. I'm like, God. Which is fine. I mean, there's going to be things, and most people don't know something about something, right? Sure. Yeah. But I was just making the point of that's the sportsy guy. They just don't know. Like if you watch these sportsy shows, I was watching the fantasy football show on TV on Sunday, and you got the the three dudes and the lady that's been there forever and they were trying to improv. They were mm-hmm. trying to be funny. Oh, no. One was trying to tell dad jokes, and they were trying to be, you know, spontaneous, which right. is like, eh, don't do that because you can't. <laughs> and then they didn't know how to bring it back around, so the woman on the show is like, well, this is the go-to line. Uh-huh. If it's not by at the end of the day, or I think, mm-hmm. it, or my take, it's not one of those things, it's, Somebody's got to talk sports on here. You know, it's <laughs> nice segue, Brenda. Like knife in hand, boom, right like that. So, but he said he's a fan of uh, some K pop group. He's like, just to prove my point, he's like, I do know other things. And I was like, you listen to children's music. Yeah, right. And he says, that's not children's music. I said, no, 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 it uh, is. Yeah. And I wasn't saying that as a dig. I was like, that's the demographic. No, he 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 didn't take it that way. Well, I, guess I know I've never did. asked. Is he a young cat? Like he looks like he could be thirty or twenty three. You know what I mean? Like he could be either. Kyle? Yeah. Oh no, he's sixty two. He's thirty three. <laughs> thirty three. Got yes. the double threes. He's thirty three. Yeah. Did he take offense to the children's music? Because no, I, I like he took offense, but I I think he was like, you're not getting his point for sure. Well, I I definitely enjoy some children's music, so <laughs> I didn't mean to be rude. <laughs> And I like children's books. They're easy to read, certainly. I like children, but not like in a creepy well, way. Sure. Yeah, he just wanted you to know it's cursing in there, so it's not for children. It's cursing? How could you tell? It's in Korean. I don't know. I don't <laughs> listen to K-pop. Subtitles? <laughs> uh. <laughs> my, pl- my K-pop playlist is all on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> So Nelson had an opportunity to uh, to be with a woman. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, he had to. Uh, is this last night? Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He had the opportunity to have some romance time. Why am I not being informed about this? Well, story? you are right now. I'm telling you. But here's the, <laughs> here's the kicker. Yeah. What? He turned it down. No way. And he's very embarrassed about the reason why he turned it down. I don't believe. I don't no. believe this story. I'll tell you that story here in a minute. You want to start us off nine one six nine zero nine zero nine. It's very sad. Day. <laughs> We've got producers listening to children's music and grown men turning down sex. Uh-huh. 916-0909-0985. Get some in here. Hang on. About 30 minutes away from your first clip of Jelly Roll's life sentence. As we told you opening up the show, we've got this amazing VIP experience to give to you to the uh, 9 o'clock. Well, unless you get it earlier. Uh, we'll have two tickets. As long as you're there at the venue, Toyota Pavilion, Concord, uh, before 530. 
Yes, and get out there early because it's a little ride out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can be there before <laughs> 5.30, but you just got to be there by 5.30. Yeah, don't get there Bailey early, though. You want parking. Yeah. Just get there early. Bailey early is about 325. <laughs> right. It's already there. I'm there before Jelly Roll. <laughs> I'm the guy waiting for his bus to pull in. So we'll give you three different clips to form a sentence, hence Jelly Roll's life sentence, the first coming here in about 30 minutes. And you can guess at any time this morning if you think you figured it out. Uh, and you nail it, then it's the first person that gets it. And then we're in, we're out. So, uh, Nelson, uh, you know, every night we kind of gather around on the old interweb and, and shoot some ideas to each other and put together what we think is a fairly decent radio program for you the next day. Uh, this one was a little surprising to me, and I don't know all the details, Nikki D. I, know you're I don't ups- know any of them. I know you're upset because Nelson reached out to me and told me this stuff and not you, and you feel... <laughs> Because you own Nelson. Cause you I don't p- own him. You pay for everything for him, so you feel like you own him. I do not. It's accurate. Right? Yes. Don't say that's accurate, Nelson. But you're saying it like it's a negative thing, and I'm saying it's accurate. No, it's negative. Yes. It is negative. I would agree with that. <laughs> it is negative. <laughs> I don't feel like it's there's, negative. There's no way you can twist that one. It's negative. <laughs> no, it feels good to have somebody uh, taking care of me, so it sounds pretty positive. So uh, you had the opportunity to be with a lady last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody I'm guessing you met on an app. I have met this woman on an app, yes. You've hung out with her before? I have. And you've slept with her before? I have. Oh. Why is this the first time I'm hearing about I didn't See? know you got a little lovemaking Keeping since you've been in secret. Sacramento. The, the last time that I had a, a new Trudy to add to the pile, it all fell apart because uh, I, I got cold feet or I just didn't, I wasn't catching the, the right vibe after it. So I felt like I brought it up on the air too soon. So this is Trudy 6? Or seven? Six. We'll call it six. Yeah. Okay, Trudy's six. I think either five Trudy's. or six. Okay, so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll call it six. And you decide to pass up Trudy's six last night mm-hmm. for what? To go to a, a baseball game and a house party with some of the local comics I've met. Oh, because you wanted up. friends? I Yes, I need some friends. I mean, I can't shoot that down. Especially if you've already been with the lady, so it's not like mm-hmm. your first time. I thought this was your first time. No, no, no. I would have skipped out on the baseball game, certainly, for that. So can I tell you why this is not a horrible thing? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I thought I was going to beat you up on this, uh, right? Maybe I, well, I, I never can tell. Well, it's not the best thing. <laughs> sure. But it's not the worst thing in the world. If okay. you look deep, deep inside, yeah, <laughs> the face you're giving me right now. <laughs> Can't wait I'm to hear this to hear one. This. <laughs> Nelson is expressing willpower, something that he normally does not possess. Oh, okay. I see where you're going here. That's the good part of this. That is. He made a grown-up decision to give up sex with a woman Mm -hmm. in order to network and hang out with the fellas that are in the comedy world here in Sacramento in which he desperately wants to be involved in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. That is a good move. Thank Strategic you. even. Stri- yes, very mm-hmm. good. On the flip side of this, <laughs> there's more to just the willpower pro. The con is he once again got cold feet. Oh, with the woman. Yeah. And he did it before, and he's like, if I do it again, she's going to get too close. Oh, that's a good point, too. And I'm afraid that she's going to get too close, and I'm not ready for that. I can't handle that. I'm a failure. She's not going to like me. I got to distance myself. But he's gotten so much further, it sounds like, with this one. So she has to like at least know something about him. Well, it sounds like she's a little floozy. 
Mm, that oh, too. Stop. <laughs> no. Trudy the floozy. <laughs> oh no, no. So how many no. times is, is was this like gonna be your second time with her? Um no. So we've hung out for like a week and a half, two weeks, I guess. And we've I mean, we have hooked up more than one time, but we've also hung out not hooking up. Pictures of, or I don't believe you. Oh, pictures so you've been getting up. it in with yeah. this girl. Yeah. I know you took pictures. No, I almost did. See? I almost I was I was joking. You almost took pictures <laughs> almost of her? Well, well yeah, like that's like against her will or she Oh no, that's happening. why I didn't well, that's why I didn't, because I hadn't like, I hadn't talked about it expressly. Is she your her. type? Like she fits the bill, yeah, she thick. Yeah, okay. Dark hair. Two C's. Look like yeah. your sister? No. I knew you were gonna say that. No, she does not. These women do not. She's got a <laughs> beard. Like she and... said dark hair. I'm telling you, that we're, looks like a sister. We're gonna we're gonna meet her. She's got a beard. She's got glasses on. <laughs> you think her ever... shirts are too tight. She's got cargo pants on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean she. She, of course. She. She's got one of those Chris Pat names. <laughs> Chris Pat. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> We'll never say if it's an I or a Y. Uh-uh. uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Hey, gender's a construct, man. Was she upset that you blew her off? No, because uh, it, I tried you to told have- told her the truth? Well, I tried to have my cake and eat it, too. No, I just said I wasn't going to be home until X time. And, and she's like, well, that's just a little late for me tonight. How about we just reschedule for her? That's another pro. Oh, today. That's, okay. That's another pro. Which is what? He actually gave up cake. He did. Yeah. Cake, 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 cake. Good job. Well, we got. That's the harder piece of willpower. So we got to put you to the test Friday if we have another donut Friday from Cal because I don't know if this is a thing with him and his partner. You got to be able to turn those down and then I'm you ready have to a turn ride. Down. Listen, I'm ready to turn down a donut from Cal. Okay. Are you guys okay. calling him Cal or Kyle? Cal. I'm hearing Cal. Can somebody help me out with this Pam Pam thing? Because <laughs> I'm hearing. <laughs> I don't know anybody else, but I heard a cow in there. <laughs> I think I might have said Carl. <laughs> Let's I pronunciate people's Kyle. names. Kyle. 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 Like, all y'all just had a stroke on cue. It's like Carmen. Hey, yeah. It's the 632 stroke time. Yeah, <laughs> you guys smell burning hair? Can I see pictures of uh, Trudy Six? Yeah, I can show the dating app pictures. Yeah. Those are fake. Those are fake? <laughs> Those oh, are I'm fake. sure. Well, if he's still with her, she must look like him some kind of way. What uh, app were you on? This one was... Appetizer? This one was Hinge. Hinge. This is the first uh, uh, successful fishing... Uh, expedition? Expedition, yes, on Hinge. Hinge. Is that like a, a bang app or... I've never done it. I have no idea. I think it might be like the bang app for if you don't want to act like it's the bang app. Like oh. Tinder is the... This is the bang app and like Bumble is... Listen, I'm better than that. And then Hinge is like, we can bang, but... You don't think necessarily it's going to happen. I wonder what, because from what I understand, Sacramento is a big swingers town. This is what oh. I've been told, at least. I wonder what app, not that I'm interested, but I wonder what app the swingers go on. Like, if there's a specific. I mean, Fat Life is one of them. I don't fat, know, fat Life? F-E-T, Fat Life. Fetish oh, Life. Fat like, life. Fetish Life. Mm, it's like a place you can go. It doesn't have an app. It just has a website. Got it. It's the only dating app where you can share your login information. <laughs> How do you know that? You were looking it up? I've been on FetLife in the past. He's joined. Okay. Yeah. He's joined. You want to be somebody's third? Yeah, I would be a unicorn. I have been somebody's third. Oh, yeah, he thought it said Fed. FedLife. <laughs> <laughs> thought it was a charity app for free food. <laughs> I was hungry, boy. It, was, it gives all the locations of the local soup kitchens. <laughs> All right, first round of headlines. What do you got?
God. I'm going to tell you where locally a man was killed after a standoff and the possible future of the Jets. <laughs> Y'all cracking up. All right, get your first round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. And a big thanks to good guys, heating and air, 530, good air, best service, best price guaranteed. That's no BS. First round of headlines, the lovely, extremely intelligent, vivacious, Nikki D. Love that vivacious. A roof standoff in Doco had a deadly ending. H1. Police say that suspect had fired several shots at them earlier this morning. Yeah, it all started with a man holding a gun on the roof of a parking garage in the downtown commons area. This took place in Doko um, the other night. There was a guy went up with a gun on top of the rooftop. Police were called out. They tried to negotiate with this guy for several hours. None of the negotiations worked. We still don't know what brought him up there other than, of course, they're saying he had some mental health issues. The police ended up having to shoot and kill this man because he started firing off rounds about 5 o'clock in the morning. That's pretty much all that they've put out at this point. Um, about the investigation, but it was pretty scary for the people that were down there. And some people that were in that Jonas Brother concert um, traffic said it was pretty difficult getting home. Oh, because it's close by. Yeah, and because they had a lot of stuff shut down because yeah. he was up there and they were trying to, you know, secure the area. Guy, you blame it on the Jonas Brothers. Guy's probably pissed off that one dude's getting divorced. No, I'm sure he that'd, didn't care anything that'd, about the Jonas Brothers. That'd make me leave the house with a mm-hmm. gun and fire off rounds at the top of a building. But it's so much that goes on down there in that, like, doco area. Every time I've gone down there for a concert, I just am kind of always vigilant and looking around because there's so many people. You just never know. And it's unfortunate because it's a good time. Yeah. Well, you know, you leave the house with a gun and your plan is to whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. You know it's not going to end well. Nope. And you have to just think law enforcement, when they get that call, you know, they're saying, okay, we got to take somebody out tonight. Which they don't want to do. They don't want to, but he's in a very busy area where there are a lot of people. You've got to take him out. So you have to protect the people. Absolutely. Hands down. You know, it's always the story of why they do it. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're I guess it's easy just to jump on. It's 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 mental. Of course, something was wrong with him. Yeah. You know, any anybody that goes out you know outside with a gun and starts firing it in the air for no reason mm-hmm. and then barricades themselves from law enforcement, there's something wrong. But, you know, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking mental health mental illness is not always meaning that you're crazy or angry. You know, this could be something as simple as the guy's pissed off. He knew exactly what he was doing. Exactly. That's the thing that I say, too. He might have got fired from his job and he was mad earlier that day. Or if we're going to talk about the Jonas Brothers, maybe he couldn't get into the concert and he was pissed and he went up there like you never know. But they only just now give us the the bare minimum of it's mental health. No background. I heard he tried to call our sister station. He was caller 10, not 9. Oh, no. <laughs> That'll push you. That'll push right you. That'll push, that'll push you to the brink of the parking garage. I tell you, <laughs> blame it on them over there. Give them a call this morning. Blame them. Horrible. <clears throat> All right, second story. The Jets have a long season ahead of them. H two. We are following deeply upsetting breaking news in the sports world today. An MRI confirms New York Jets quarterback, new quarterback Aaron Rodgers will miss the rest of the season. As I'm sure everyone knows by now, Aaron Rodgers is out for the season with a torn Achilles tendon. This was the buzz. It's what everybody was talking about yesterday. Well, according to some news that's coming in here, can't confirm it. Um, Their backup quarterback, 
Zach Wilson stepped up and played in his place. They're not saying that that means he's going to replace Aaron Rodgers, but also Colin Kaepernick has reportedly told the Jets that he's ready to go. It's not happening. No? Long <laughs> no, shot? No. Of course, every, every every quarterback that's not in the league right now has told the Jets they're ready to go. <laughs> RG3 made a pitch for it the other day on television that was just really, really ugly and weak, and I like RG3. Right. You know, it, 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 here's one. It, so this was my first thought when Aaron Rodgers went down <clears throat> is he was – and I know this isn't true, this is make-believe, but this was my first thought. He was either, A, not as injured as he said he was, uh-huh. and or, B, he did it on purpose to pass the torch to Zach Wilson. I know it sounds goofy, but during preseason, Zach Wilson became a different quarterback thanks to Aaron Rodgers. You watch it in his play. Mm. You can see he's become a different quarterback. Now, the Jets have zero faith in this guy because they didn't allow him to throw the ball at all. Mm -hmm. And they strategically, with a little bit, if not a lot of luck, won that football game. They did. You know, so it's like Aaron Rodgers didn't look too upset that he was out. And it would it's going to take this guy probably two years to to recoup, which would make him 41. Mm -hmm. You know, like, do you even go back? And it even screws up the deal that they had with the Packers because he's got to play, I believe, 70% of the season in order for that deal to go through. If not, there's uh, a different part of the deal that they have to give into with the contract. With the, anyway, so, so it's like I looked at him, I'm like, you got it now, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I that's that's the you. vibe that I got, right? I still get $75 million. Jelly <laughs> Roll's life sentence. Clip one of the full sentence for this VIP experience to give to you this morning is coming up here in just a minute. Hang on. And thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. And uh, as promised, the opportunity of a lifetime. We're calling it uh, the Jelly Roll Life Sentence for you to win the Jelly Roll VIP experience. He's going to be at the Toyota Pavilion in Concord tomorrow. And this VIP experience is is really, really cool. It includes two premium uh, reserve seats, an invitation to the Jelly Roll VIP lounge. You get hot and cold hors d'oeuvres. There's a cash bar, but you're getting four drink tickets. You got a photo booth. You got a limited edition tour poster, VIP exclusive Jelly Roll gift item and laminate, photo op in front of the backdrop, the VIP backdrop, you get tour merchandise shopping before the door time, and you get uh, a dedicated entrance and on-site uh, VIP team. I mean, this is this is awesome. Uh, the only catch is, well, one, you got to win. Yep. But two, you've got to be at the venue tomorrow by five thirty p. Exactly. If so. you if you can't, just you know, just keep listening. But you just can't win this. So we're calling it the Jelly Roll Life Sentence. <laughs> All right. It's not what you think. All right. Give me my intro. Guilty as charged. Jelly Roll's life sentence. Chris Rice did a very good job. Yes. Last minute on that. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So we are going to play you three different clips at the top of each hour. Mm -hmm. So we've got one for you right now. We'll get one for you at eight. And then the last one will be at nine. They will form a sentence. Hence Jelly Roll's life sentence. Mm -hmm. Be the first person that has the full sentence and you win. 
First person to call at 916-909-0985. Now, if you can figure it out after this clip. You're good. You're the man. <laughs> like, you're a visionary. You were in my head last night, or at least Nelson's head last night. So the first part of the Jelly Roll life sentence is this. This is the easiest way to put it. Well, that again? Yeah. This is the easiest way to put it. Sorry. That's okay. it. That's it. You want to hear it again? Yes. This is the easiest way to put it. Okay, I got it. You need it. One more time, just in case? Okay, one more time. Okay. This is the easiest way to put it. Okay, this is got the it. easiest way to put it. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to know. Yeah. All right. Now, if you can figure out the rest of the sentence from that, there's two other parts to it. Like I said, you're the man. Yeah. But if not, you just have to wait till 8 o'clock. We'll give you the second part. And then there's a very good chance you might be able to guess the third part. Because mm-hmm. the third part is shorter than that, believe it or not. All right. Moving on. Uh, the MTV Video Music Awards were last night. Now, I guarantee just about any radio show this morning is going to trash the VMAs. Why do you think I'm going to trash it? Because it sucked. It always does. I mean, it's not good. You know, and and, and as much as I don't want to be like every other radio show, it's tough not to. I mean, it's really, really bad. It's but it's bad because it's not what we're used to. Right. If you grew up watching the VMAs, you 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 get into kind of a legendary a groove of of the good stuff. But I, I had to turn it off after about three minutes. I was. The two rapper girls, um, Cardi and Megan. Okay, it, but whatever. It, it, it was like I remember when it was such a big deal, and a and a band, and even lives got destroyed when Millie Vanilli was caught lip syncing. Mm-hmm. These people don't even try anymore. <laughs> like this girl, she's a big girl. They had some blue outfits on, and yeah, that's Cardi and Megan. Okay, who's the big one? Like that's the Megan Thee Stallion, giant beast of a woman, right? Yeah. Uh, is she a she? Yeah, she's a she. Okay. She's huge. She's right? stallion. She's she's walking out. Her microphone wasn't even up to her lips, and the song was going on. Oh. And is she it wa- the artist, or is it the networks now that have them lip syncing? That's mm. what I always wanted to know. I don't think it's the artist. I think it's how they want these shows no, to run. Neither. What is it then? It's the music. The music makes them lip sync because they dance so much. Oh. It's not about the music with these performers. It's about the show. Okay, I got you. S- same with the boy band stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. the boy band generation really started it. It was about the show. But they did a better job or tried to do a better job of hiding it because it was still the idea of lip syncing was Bush League, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they would try to do a better job. And every pop artist tracks. It's right. just, it's it's a thing. But like some of these newer artists, like that girl last night, like I'm watching her walk down the stage with all of her dancers I mean, and like they're just, they're, they got their ass cheeks hanging out, and they're shaking his, <laughs> which is another funny thing in this Me Too movement. Like the old school 80s rock bands, Motley Crue. I was surprised Motley Crue had good looking girls on stage like back in the day. I was like, oh, you guys are going to get dinged. <laughs> so I guess the rule is if you're a guy, you can't have a provocative female dancer or a provocative female doing something on stage or you're a dog. <laughs> but yet, if you're a woman performer, you can have some of the raunchiest stuff up on stage, worse than like most of the '80s rock bands that we're doing, and it's accepted because it's called woman women power. No, I think everybody now can have things on stage that you couldn't back in the day. Because the recent uh, concert that me and Nelson went to, they had stripper poles and strippers on the poles going up and down. Them. What yeah. concert was that? Snoop. Okay, well that's Snoop, but it also wasn't on the VMAs. No, but I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't have done that on the VMAs. They they have racy stuff on on all these networks now. It's not like a bad thing like it used to be back in the day. 
Yeah, but you couldn't have, like, I don't know, uh, I, I couldn't even pick the artist, you know? I mean... You couldn't have two live crew come out, you know what I mean, now? Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm, not ta- I'm talking more like the rock music. Oh, you know, okay, the rock yeah. music has always been known to have the sexy girls, mm-hmm, Motley yeah. Crue especially, and stuff, but that stuff has kind of faded away, and it's done because it's just not, whether it's cliche or not accepted, it's just like, uh, you can't have... It, w- this is demeaning to women. Mm-hmm. But if you have a woman performer and has the girls doing the stuff, I mean, they're like showing their... I know I sound like I'm 90, but it was... <laughs> <You do. laughs> it's been this way now for a very long time. But I hate to break the news. You're, to you, you're not in that demographic either, Nikki. What That's, do you mean? That show last night was not for you. That show, you can I, like those I, artists. I, I like the artists. I, I thought the performance was good. You're not buying the music. That's the, That show is not for you anymore. There's a shelf life on the VMAs, which is fair. I mean, there's a shelf life on everything. Mm-hmm. That show is not for anyone over the age of 19. 20 tops. I, I don't really watch a lot of the award shows anymore. I stopped watching them years ago I because we've seen them so much for me. So, no, there's nothing new under the sun that's going to happen on an award show that I'm going to sit and watch two, three hours worth. Not at all. I'm just going to watch the highlights. The, the thing with award shows used to always be, what are they going to say next? Right, the Stern Theory. What are they going to yes. say next? That was very exciting. You know, one of the first times I heard the F bomb on live television right. when Guns N' Roses accepted, I think it was their first Grammy or something, and they were trashed. It was rock and roll, man. That's cool. Yes. As a kid, you're watching that, and you're like, that was cool because it wasn't being done, it wasn't the norm. Mm-hmm. And now I don't know why you watch it, to be quite honest with you. Again, I'm out of the demographic, so it's not fair for me to beat up. On that stuff, because it seemed like there was obviously a lot of people in the crowd that enjoyed it, and I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people watching enjoyed it. It's just, I'm out of it. it it's mm-hmm. it's not my music. It's not my cup of tea. And, like, you look at the crowd, and it's just not, obviously, my generation, but I had not seen a douchier crowd in my life. I think people watch them now for the beef, like the artist beef that they have going back and forth. So that's what a lot of people want to see. Who's going to be there? What's the beef? Are they going to say something about it? And if people are going to fight, there was a there was the crowd pan. You know, they they pan the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any of these people in the audience, but <laughs> I guess they're big deals. And these girls were with these guys. I don't know who the celebrity was. And these guys, I mean, like all tattooed chest, really skinny, uh, want to be tough guys. And you know, they're wearing suits with no shirts underneath and stuff. And there was a an entire row of these guys all dressed the exact same way with good looking women, right? Mm-hmm. And they were all sucking on vapes. I was like, the douchiest thing I'd ever seen. Like the Mm. entire row with these guys like slouched down in their chairs, just looking all cool. They all had different color vapes. And they weren't paying any attention to their women. They weren't paying any attention to the show. (laughs) They were just looking straight forward, slouched down, sucking on a vape. And I'm like... Dude, have a good time. Right. You're with a beautiful woman. Give her some attention. Talk to her. Living in a moment is a thing of the past. Yeah, it, absolutely. Right. So uh, I was out. So I couldn't give you a full rundown of, of the award show. I'm sure it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> they, had some, they had some good moments in there. Diddy got his um, Vanguard Award, and he did the whole little tribute rundown of some of his music. So I thought that was that was a good throwback. I thought Shakira got some award. She did. She got an award as well. Which that is another thing I don't understand. Not that I want to hate on Shakira. The girl literally had one song. Mm-hmm. Like she shook her hips in a video. It was like 20 years ago. And now she's a legend. 
I mean, internationally, <laughs> she's a much bigger star than she is locally. Right. I, th- I think right. she's. I think she's more of a legend because of the abusive relationship she was in with like the royalty guy from South America. I probably oh, yeah. got all that wrong or something. But anyway, so I will tell you one thing that they got me on the tease, uh, <laughs> and that is the in sync reunion. Right mm-hmm. now, uh, I, I don't want to pretend like I'm not a fan. I am because the, my first radio station that I worked at. XL 106.7 in Orlando, we launched all these boy bands. So we had relationships with all of them. Right. I mean, these guys, uh, like, we talked to them on a daily basis. They would come into the studio, screen phone calls and stuff. So there's a personal tie mm-hmm. that I can appreciate and respect with those dudes. Same with Backstreet, same with Britney, same with LFO, Rest in Peace, you know, all those things. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, you got me, the tease. Mm-hmm. They literally showed up and gave Taylor Swift an award and they peaced out. And that's it. They gave away nothing. They did not perform. They didn't say what they had coming up. Nothing. <laughs> they were like, here's a friendship bracelet. We were here a long time ago. We still look good. Right. And I don't know if you saw that picture of us in the elevator, but that's an album co- album cover. <laughs> and I don't know if you realize this, but it is in our DNA. When we take pictures, we always look taller than what we are. And our right <laughs> foot is always different than our left foot. And it's facing forward. <laughs> I didn't like how they were dressed, though. Oh, I did. The double-breasted suits? That's old school. I didn't like how they were dressed. (laughs) I liked it. The one guy, his suit was way too big. So people are upset. You know, the the soccer moms that loved NSYNC would do anything for NSYNC. They're like, oh, my God, they're back together. Oh, my God. Honey, get in here. NSYNC's back together. (laughs) They're crying in the living room. Get the kids. I want to tell them about when I was younger. (laughs) So all these people were very excited about this, this internet tease. Of sync being back together, and that's what the payoff was. That's it. Which is a setup for something else, I promise you that. But that's all they gave them last night mm-hmm. on the Video Music Awards. And uh, which got me thinking, of course, of bands that have taken an, uh, a huge hiatus that we either, A, have finally got to see come back together, and then the question would be, was it worth the wait? Right. Or B have yet to get back together, and you look forward to it. So I've got some of those bands we can run down if you've got any that you would like to see. Now, this would also include bands still touring without their original lead singer, Mm. if that person's still alive. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because there is a difference when you go see a band and you get to the concert and you realize it's not the same guy that right. you remember singing. I remember going to a Warren concert and there were so many disappointed people that didn't realize Jenny Lane had died. Oh, and the guy he's got ble- you know platinum blonde hair and he did a fantastic job. But they're like, we want Jenny Lane back. And I think he even said on stage, he's like, you know, he passed, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. I was like, no oh, idea. It's time for you to leave, sir. You've had way too many drinks. 916-909-0985. We'll continue this conversation here in a minute. Here. What's the length of time a band needs to be on hiatus for them to reunite to get people's attention? Or does it just have to be the band has to be iconic or really good? Hmm. Got to be like a decade, right? At least. I mean, to get like a real feeling of like want and loss. Well, let's put it this way. So... Like last night at the VMAs, NSYNC didn't reunite other than being together on stage, which pissed a lot of people off, I guess, uh, because they thought that they were going to perform, blah, blah, blah. They they haven't performed, I think, together in like 20 years. 
Been a long time. Been a long time. You know. And you know some of them need a paycheck. Uh, yeah. They're Do like, they, though? Or are they living off their royalties? Well, they didn't make any money off their first album. Yeah, that's what you were saying the other day. Yeah. No strings that. attached is where they banked, and they got their Christmas stuff and their tour stuff. And uh, a couple of them could use some money. But even then, they're not getting, like, writing credit, right? No. I don't think any of them, unless their name got thrown on some of those songs. But look at Guns N' Roses. 1993. And, you know, it, and also, before, before I, I, my thought is, when the genre of music dies, then you have to take a break. Yes. Right? And then just history shows... It comes back, mm-hmm. and people want it. People yearn for it. So Guns N' Roses, their hiatus began began in 1993, and they reunited in 2016. That's yes. a long time. It's, well, yeah. it's that. I mean, Axel kind of tried to do it without them, but. He did. I saw their first show when, he, they, when uh, they had DJ Ashba mm-hmm. in for Slash, and, and the band was just different. And it was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I saw him at the joint in Vegas at the Hard Rock. I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is really good. And they did songs off of the, you know, Spaghetti Incident and Chinese Democracy, which, you know, unless you're a diehard Guns N' Roses fan, you just want to hear the Use Your Illusion and Appetite and Lies. <laughs> right. And so I got to tell you, it, it was probably one of the first times I've ever gone to see a band that I love and they do music that I wasn't familiar with mm-hmm. that I thoroughly enjoyed. Okay, that makes sense. It was that good. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they regrouped back with most of the band. Again, remember the Guns N' Roses is the the band that's touring now is not the original lineup. You know, there's no Steve Adler. Oh right, I forgot about Adler. You know, every once in a while he'll jump up on stage, and they've added people to the show, like they've got the female on the keyboards, I mm-hmm. think, and so on and so forth. But you need Axel, you need Slash, you need Duff. Duff. Got to have Duff. You got you got to have those three. Uh, so. And I remember hearing that they were going, you know, I was to my horn, but <laughs> you got the exclusive. I was I was the one that got credit for announcing before I was supposed mm-hmm. to before anybody mm-hmm. knew, which the Axel's people got very upset with me on that. They were getting back together. That to me was the ultimate, you know, because I remember I, I interviewing Slash when he was with Velvet Revolver and and I asked him, I said, you know, what are the what are the chances that. Because we were excited. This was the first time we'd really seen Slash in that kind of capacity again. Mm-hmm. I was like, what are the chances we're just going to hear that opening riff to Sweet Child of Mine? And he goes, doubtful. Mm-hmm. And I go, do you understand? Just give us a split second, and the crowd goes crazy. Yep. The hair of it. He goes, it's not, it's not time yet. I was like, okay. you know, Because you can't have Wyland doing Sweet Child of Mine. No. It's just it's not going to work. Uh, then you've got the police. Who went on a hiatus in '83? They reunited in 2007. Uh, they didn't record any new music, but they did a reunion tour. They did a 151 date trek, which grossed 362 million dollars. Because people haven't seen or heard them perform in so long, so they flock to these concerts when they do that. And knowing that's the probably the last time you're going to see them together. Yep, yes. that's another thing. Collectively, mm-hmm. and you know. You, Yes, the lead singer, like Sting, is Sting, right? He can go, and he was just in town not that long ago, and you're going to go see Sting, and he's going to do songs from the police. He's going to do his solo stuff. He's going to, and you're still going to enjoy it. But there's, there's no replacement, and I'm not a musician, but I, I can appreciate this. There's no replacement for a style of play, Mm-mm. right? And it, it, whether it's like, you're the expert or perfection, you know, like Eddie Van Halen with the way he played guitar and stuff like that. 
you can have people that play like Eddie Van Halen, but there's going to be a slight sound that's different. Mm-hmm. And unless you add the original lineup, you'll never get that sound that you heard 10, 15, 20 years prior. Right. Unless you add the original guy that does it. Exactly. More or less on guitar. Yeah, he's got a fingerprint. Right. Blink-182 was probably one of the bigger ones in the past couple years. Uh, yeah, people lost their mind for Blink. And it that was a good concert. That hiatus... Uh, <sighs> Are you just trying to be a part of this conversation? No, I went there, and it was a good concert. I stayed for almost all of it. One, you, you were forced to go there. I was not forced. The radio station forced you to go. You had no idea what you were doing there. <laughs> and you Still got there, concert. and you did whatever it is they asked you to do with getting on Facebook or whatever it is. You had no idea what you are doing, and then you left. <laughs> Look, I can appreciate you wanting to be a part of this conversation, but... I don't need you to make stuff up if you're going to lie to I'm my face. I'm not making it up. They had really good graphics and the little cartoon things they did. It was a good show. Uh, it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. The bathrooms were extremely clean. <laughs> yeah. They were. I hope this bathroom lady find a key. Uh, the hiatus began in 2005. And now remember, before the original lineup, which they have now, mm-hmm. they had... Uh, Skiba. Yeah, Matt Skiba from Alkaline Trio mm-hmm. come in, and they released new music with him. Yes, uh, two albums, I think. And it was actually really good. Yeah, it was. But it was different. It was different. It was not, it damn was, it, Dude Ranch, all that right, stuff. Right, yeah. exactly. Because he was off following Aliens. Right. And yeah. Angels and Airwaves. Isn't that what DeLong left for, Angels and Airwaves? It was good. I liked Angels and Airwaves. It was Nothing good, but it was- with following a good alien. But it was pure DeLong. You know what I mean? You could tell there was none of the other two guys in that. Um, who else do you got in here? Spice Girls. Eh. You, give up for the, you don't want to give up for the Spice the Girls? The Spice Girls? That's where I was for my 16th birthday, watching their movie when it came out. Their hiatus began in, uh, began in 2000, and somebody told them to reunite in 2007, and they believed them. They made a bunch of money when they did it. Oh, I'm sure. Just printed it. My favorite thing about the Spice Girls is the one Spice... That doesn't want to be there ever. Oh, Victoria. Like angry spice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know I don't need any of this money, right? She doesn't want to be there ever. Yeah. I love her. Every time you see that chick's face, she's like so angry that she ever did it. Mm-hmm. She's like, you do realize that I banged David Beckham. I don't need this money. Right. I don't need to be on the road with you people. Mm-hmm. You're so much less class than I am. <laughs> she's always looking. So that's my favorite part about the Spice Girls. Angry Spice. Angry Spice. One of my favorites on this list was was uh, uh, this band here, Fallout Boy, because they all tried to go be not Fallout Boy, and then it didn't work out for them. What do you mean they tried not? Well, to be? they were like, okay, we've had enough of each other because we've been in a van and now we've we've been touring all across the country and the world, and now we want to go do separate things. And so Pete Wentz tried to go off and do his own little solo project, and Stump went and tried to do his thing, and then all of it fizzled out, and they're like, oh. Maybe you guys aren't so bad. Maybe I could stand being in a hotel room with you stay again. Together. But, <laughs> but but see, that's the formula, though, and mm-hmm. I, I get that. You, you know, you if you're creative, the creative type, uh huh, we're we're not complacent people. Sure, but the people that are around the creative type are complacent people. <laughs> yeah, so they don't understand taking risks. Right. You know, everybody wants to say that they're risk takers and they did it their way, and everything needs to be different. Right. Let me tell you something. It is a world filled with hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Hypocrites, especially in this business. 
and uh, or in the music business. You know, so you see these guys are like, hey, I'm going to take a chance. Right. And they go and they take a chance. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. But at least they got their fill. Yeah, it makes sense to me. I like that. I can I can vibe with that. But the kicker is, you know, the walk-off in the ninth is that you know there's going to be a reunion and a big paycheck. Yes. So you have to take a break. You have to – it's like a wrestler, right? If you have a wrestler that's consistently on television each week with the same gimmick and the same storyline mm-hmm. – you, as a fan, get complacent. You're like, oh, my God, I know what I'm going to get. It's not a big deal, blah, blah, blah. They go away. When they come back, you get the biggest pop ever. Yeah. And you're now right. you're more excited about what they're doing. Uh-huh. Because you haven't seen them, and you want to know what it's about. Yeah, my mind immediately goes to Undertaker, because he was the biker for a little while, and then he was just not around anymore, and then, boom. Yeah. Dun. They, they all did. I mean, that's just that's the mindset. Uh-huh. Everything's a work. Everything's a storyline. You know, so the monkeys did it. Hiatus in seventy one, reunited in eighty six and twenty twelve. I love the monkeys. The monkeys are so good. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Yeah, but they're a joke band. That's the be- best joke band ever. Ever, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like the monkeys and the Dan band. Yes, the Dan band's so good. <laughs> so if Instinct does reunite, you think their tour is going to definitely be crazy with people flocking to see them? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, me look, too. Look at what New Kids on the Block did when they teamed up with Backstreet Boys. Just Instinct alone will triple whatever those guys did. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. I agree with that too. Yeah, sure. So I'm waiting to see what they're going to say that's going to happen because well, I know they're getting together for trolls. I know that. Well, it, if you if you are excited if they're getting back together, for mm-hmm. those of you that would be excited. Mm-hmm. Start saving your money now. Oh, yeah. Tickets thought, are going to be crazy. Yeah. Start, start budgeting for a ticket. Uh-huh. <laughs> one a. ticket. Not two, just one. Just, just one. Start budgeting for a ticket. Get a side gig, a side hustle. <laughs> Save all your paychecks. Because that is not going to be a cheap night out. No. I promise you, they're not the low-dough band. No. Nope. They're not like that dude, Oliver, you know, the, the, the biggest and best thing from the woods, right? Yes. Who who nixed his show because ticket prices were too expensive. Nope. Hats off to you, by the way, brother. That was a cool move. All right. Uh, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why half of a wedding party was arrested and what three TSA workers were caught doing on the job. All right. Get you all that here in just a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Here we go. Second round of headlines. Thank you so much. Good guys heating and air. 530-GOOD-AIR. 530-GOOD-AIR. Nikki D. Weddings are supposed to be good days, not jail days. H3. Police said multiple officers were assaulted while they were trying to get the situation under control. One officer threw a punch and hit a woman in the jaw after someone allegedly tried to take his gun. A celebration turned into straight chaos at a Rhode Island wedding that took place over the weekend. Uh, Half of this wedding party, I guess, after all the festivities, they wanted to go to a bar and keep the party going, and they were denied entry, probably because they showed up there drunk. Well, uh, they got into a fight with the staff at the restaurant who called the police. When the police show up, they try to defuse the situation in an all-out brawl takes place. This video, I'm going to post it up on our page as well. Um, I pulled it from TMZ. It's brutal. Like, women are in dresses full-fledged trying to fight the cops. So it's funny, you know, you get this young girl right here who's being the journalist that she is, and and everybody does this. It's There are certain things that are allegedly, 
and certain <laughs> things that are supposedly <laughs> and other things that are real. They happened. <laughs> right. Like the woman's hand is on the cop's gun. Right. Allegedly. No. Allegedly. It's not allegedly, but there was a brawl and everything else you're saying is real. Absolutely. Isn't it funny how they pick and choose mm-hmm. what allegedly is? I think allegedly is turned into a buzzword that gets people's attention like, well, let me figure this out. <laughs> let me see if it really happened. It's or click not. it's clickbait, right? Allegedly. Yes. Uh, no. The chick put her hand on the dude's gun she did. and the cop knocked her out. Now I'm uh, very much against hitting women, but if you got to save your life, you got to defend yourself. If you're a cop and you're surrounded by people swinging at you, trying to take your gun, it doesn't matter if they're a woman or a male, you have to get control of the situation. And one of the guys in this video knocks down, which I'm guessing is his girlfriend or wife, allegedly, you know, the whoever the woman is, he knocks her to the ground and then he starts wailing on this cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, just blow by blow by blow by blow, knocks the cop down, gets on top of him. The other cops pull him off, let him loose. His This other girl gets knocked down. He goes and checks, and he tur- checks on her, and he turns into, like, the biggest sweetheart, like, coward. He's like, guys, hold on for a second. Like, just a second ago, you were Rocky Balboa. Exactly. <laughs> and now you're all timid Timmy. Yep. You know? This video is crazy. Bipolar freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is It, it is nuts. That's a story mm-hmm. to tell for, for days, though. Absolutely. I'll tell you that. All right, next one. Uh, as if TSA doesn't already get enough heat, now people don't trust them even more. H4. I'm actually fairly shocked because TSA is a person, people you entrust to, you know, scan your bags. And especially when you have this like, oh, no more than three ounces. It's like, well, hey, you're going to take my money now, too. It's like, what the heck? So three TSA workers in Miami International Airport, according to local 10 News there, have been arrested. And this is what these. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I'm so irritated with this story. They were going in people's bags, stealing things, Mm -hmm. including cash. I think the most they took at one time was $600. Because they did this so much and so often, this is how the investigation started. Because people started saying, hey, you know, this is missing from my bag. This is missing from my bag. They're on camera. You can see them physically going into the people's bags, sticking it in their pocket. And it was three of them working together, two dudes and a girl. They're trying to distract the people as they're stealing their stuff. I'm like... TSA already has a bad enough rap. Well, like, I don't like them. You em. guys want to go do this? Yeah, you thought of me, I bet you, when you saw that story. You're of like, course I did. Bailey's like, right. This is all about. Right. I'm trying to defend TSA with everything I got, and now, then you go do this. They're unethical. They've got Dang. no morals. They hire the wrong people. It should be ex-military, ex-law enforcement, somebody with some type of discipline in the background, in their background, and not these punk ass kids that are don't give a damn about their job. I don't have an argument today. I don't because yeah. this video was so hard even and, to watch. Like, are you kidding me? And the thing is, is like, okay, great story. They got the bad guys. You know, how long has this been going on and how long will it take for the people to get their money back? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, about, and think about this. When you go through TSA with a good chunk of money, like let's say you're going somewhere where there's gambling, Vegas. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're taking sack to Vegas and you want to take uh, 5K with you. You don't want to have it on your person, so exactly. you put it in your bag. Mm-hmm. That's a tough. It's tough because if you put cash in your pocket, you have to take it out to put it in the jar. Yep. And now you have this gangster roll in the jar where everybody sees it, because you have to take it out of your pocket. Now, if you leave it in the bag, that's what I say. I normally stick my cash inside of my purse. And in in the one video clip that I saw, the guy unzipped the girl's book bag purses, which is what I carry, and he pulled her money right out of there. Yeah. That's why if I ever carry uh, a large amount of cash, I'm going somewhere, Mm -hmm. I line it with razor blades. 
Oh, I was about to say, oh, what do you do? I'm listening intently. Just not loud. I do. (laughs) One time, I saw the TSA agent and his hands were bloody. I was like, I know where my $10 went because that's all I got to get. (laughs) (laughs) You layered $10. Uh, Outside of the Jelly Roll VIP experience, which will get you the second part of Jelly Roll's life sentence here next. If you're not following along, I'll explain, but pay attention. Very cool prize to give you there. We've got these tickets to Farm to Fire to Fork, September 23rd, Capital Mall Green, Sacramento. It's an exclusive evening with Food Network's Tyler Florence. You got food, you got drink, you got performances. It's going to be a blast. That's the prize we have coming up for you here next. You don't know Jeff is the game. You can take either Team Jeopardy Jeff or Team Bailey D. Nelson's got a bunch of questions. He is a five-time, 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 five-time World Heavyweight Jeopardy champion. He is smart. Nikki D and I are trying We've to be. We've been doing all right. We've been doing all right. We're okay. All right. Need some players, please. 916-909-0985. Kyle is standing by to put you on hold. 916-909-0985. You don't know Jeff. We'll do that here next. Hang on. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Before we start playing You Don't Know Jeff, I'm going to give you your second piece of Jelly Roll's life sentence. We have this amazing VIP experience for Jelly Roll's show tomorrow night in Concord at Toyota Pavilion. As long as you can be there by 5.30 p.m. and you have all three clips to this sentence and you're the first person that calls in with the full sentence, his life sentence, then you will receive two premium reserved seats, an invitation to the Jelly Roll VIP lounge. You will get some hors d'oeuvres. You'll get to be a part of the cash bar with four uh, drink tickets, a photo booth, limited edition tour poster, VIP exclusive jelly roll gift item and laminate, photo op in front of the VIP backdrop, uh, tour merchandise shopping before door time, and dedicated entrance and on-site VIP team. I mean, this is the prize of all prizes. It is. And all you have to do is pay attention. We'd like to play. Go ahead. Give me my intro first. Yeah. Guilty as charged. Jelly Roll's life sentence. So can you play the first one that we did last hour? I can. All right, go ahead. This is the easiest way to put it. All right, and here's the second piece of that. I would pay $200. All right, again? I would pay $200. Together. This is the easiest way to put it. I would pay $200. All right. Got it. There's one more piece of this puzzle. Now, I've got no problem with you guessing and if you guess, again, it's the first person on the phone to know the entire sentence. If you can guess what's rest uh, the rest of this, then you get to win, right? Uh, let us do our game, and then after that, I'll take your phone calls. 916-909-0985. All right, let's play. You don't know Jeff. Someone's going to get these questions right, and it's not going to be Bailey or Nikki D. You don't seem like a super genius. That's why the game's called You Don't Know Jeff. Woo! Five time, five time, five time, five time! World Jeopardy heavyweight champion of the world, our friend Jeopardy Jeff. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Everybody doing well? Great. Excellent. Top of the world, dude. Top of the world. All right. Tickets to Farm to Fire to Fork, September 23rd. This is at Capital Mall Green, Sacramento. An exclusive evening with Food Network's Tyler Florence. If you're a foodie like me, this is an awesome opportunity. So you got great barbecue. Local craft brews, special performance. 
uh, brought to us by California Craft Brewers Association. Lindsay L., very talented country artist, local DJ, uh, DJ Oasis, who we work with. Yeah. That guy's awesome. And Amador Sons. So there we go. That's what we got. All right, let's get our players here. Chris in Lincoln, it looks like you've got Team Jeopardy Jeff. Is that true? That's correct. All right. Turncoat. Hang on. <laughs> good luck to you. Justin in Yuba City, how are you, my man? I'm doing good. How you doing, brother? You, at least for the next couple minutes, own the brains of Bailey D. Team Bailey D, okay? Let's go. Let's it, do it. All right. That's it. <laughs> he didn't sound very excited. All right, that's fine. Would you? We've been doing good. That's what happens when you call second? Yeah, okay, we've been doing good. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, buzzing sounds, Jeopardy Jeff. All right, Nicky D. Faith. I've got a woo. Nikki and I are on the same team. If you hear our buzz-ins, it's for Team Bailey D. Nelson's got a slew of trivia questions. We'll see if we're smarter than the smartest man out there. We'll see. All right, let's go. Starting where we left off last time. Oh, God. In the category of German. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Schadenfreude is the pleasure that comes from another person's what? Whoa. And that would be Jeopardy Jeff by a hair. Pain or misfortune. And that would be correct. I didn't even hear Jeopardy Jeff. I didn't either. I saw his lips move. Lies. He tells lies. What is a Wiener schnitzel? And that would be Bailey D. Sausage. sausage. Yeah. Final answer. Yeah, sausage. And that would be incorrect. Jeopardy Jeff, what is a Wiener schnitzel? It's a breaded veal cutlet. And that would be correct. Specifically, it has to be veal. Often... People mistake that. It is not a sausage. You know what? My whole life I've been lied to by Germans. You know what I'm saying? I live there. Mm, I have no idea. Fix your camera. a schnitzel that is chicken or some other meat. I don't want to hear about your schnitzel. Let's move on. Yep. (laughs) In the category of actors, this actor finally won his best actor Oscar for his role in The Revenant. Whoa. Bailey D. Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm going with that. And that would be correct. I answered that bitch over here turning the TV off. You did. You did, in fact, do that. (laughs) What up? Staying in the category of actors? Which actor said, hasta la vista? That would be Team Bailey D. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, that is correct. And that would be incorrect. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Which actor, Jeopardy Jeff, said, hasta la vista, baby, first in Terminator 2 Judgment Day? No idea. Come on, Nelson. Come on, Nelson. Unfortunate. It's the kid. Edward Furlong. Furlong. Yes, Edward Furlong. And he heard it from a guy at Target that worked in aisle B (laughs) back. Right. (laughs) It's good even the second time. Yeah, thank you. Uh, In the category of alcohol, yeast, water, grains, and hops make up this. Jeopardy Jeff. Beer. Yeah. And that would be correct. I was like, too easy. It's not an Edward Furlong. (laughs) (laughs) Alcohol must be this proof or higher. Bailey D. 100. I thought it was 80 proof. 80. 80. We'll go 80. I think it's 80. I think it's 100, but 80. Final answer? Yeah. And that would be incorrect. Jeopardy, Jeff, alcohol must be this proof or higher to catch fire. (laughs) (laughs) Just like what? 190. That would catch fire, but it has to be at least Bailey hundred, one hundred, one hundred. I always keep a one hundred. You, you do uh-huh. keep one. Yeah, that emoji is named after me. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's one hundred. In the category of cars, the accent Santa Fe and Palisade, Jeopardy Jeff. Mm. 
Sunday. Yes. That would be Nudie. correct. Okay, not knowing it. Described as on its own website as Truckers Disneyland, the world's largest truck stop contains eight restaurants. Whoa. Bailey D. Bucky's. Bucky's. Yeah. Bucky's. And that would be correct. You're wrong. A chiropractor <laughs> and is located off I-80 near Walcott in this state. <laughs> Actually, you're correct. <laughs> Nebraska. No. Ooh, real close. Texas. Right next door in Iowa. Yeah, Iowa, Texas. Iowa, Texas. <laughs> in the category of board games, Q and Z are the two tiles with Vave. Jeopardy Jeff. Oh, come Ten. on. No. That nope. would be incorrect. Okay, let me know what listen, it listen, is. listen, listen. Q and Z are the two tiles with the highest value in this spelling board game. Fave. Scrabble. Scrabble. Yeah, Scrabble. And that would be correct. I mean, that's- got a buzz in. Yeah, woo. I, that's cool that you're excited about that, but it, it was Scrabble. Thank you. I know it was Scrabble. I said Scrabble. It's not Veal. It's not Edward Furlong. <laughs> I was going for the trick question. Uh-huh. You got to right. This piece makes up the first line of defense in chess. Fave. Bailey D. That is a pawn. Pawn. And that would be correct. Look at us. You know our chase. I don't know how many pawns you get. Eight. Right? I think it's eight. Yeah. Eight? I'll look to the... Re- yeah, I'm looking to the really smart guy in the Zoom call for that one. I'm right here. How about the, <laughs> <laughs> how about the category of food? Okay. Worcestershire gets its unique flavor from a combination of vinegar, molasses, and this. Uh-huh. Jeopardy Jeff. No. Soy. Yeah. Sauce. That's right. And that would be incorrect. Oof. And this fish. Fave. Whoa. Team Bailey. <laughs> Team Bailey. You know, I'm thinking of the bus. Oyster? Huh? A oyster? He said fish. He did say a fish. Four, um, three, two. Salmon. Let's go salmon. Okay. Salmon. That would be incorrect. <laughs> it is the anchovy. Oh, oh that's man. a good anchovy. question. That is a very good question. A- learning a lot today. That, yeah, me too. That was good. <laughs> I like that. I thought it was soy as well. Oh. If pasta is cooked to be firm but not hard, what? Jeopardy Jeff. Al dente. And that would be correct. That's a good one. That was a penis question. <laughs> In the category of geography, mm. a major dam on the Colorado River is named after what? Whit- Jeopardy Jeff. Come on. Hoover. And that would be correct. Who oh, I didn't oh, know that. Yeah. Huh? We knew that. Well, sure. This term describes a man made waterway. Matt. Jeopardy Jeff. Who? Aqueduct. Oh, that's good. That would be incorrect. Isn't a dam man made, though? No, yeah, it can't, you can't have damn dam. Four, three, two. Is it? Woo. Bailey D. That would be a river. River. <laughs> final answer? No. <laughs> it would, a lake. It would be a canal. Canal. Oh, a canal. Is we were close. Yeah. Actually, it was closer than I thought. <laughs> it made it more difficult than it was. I was going to say flume. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the theme park. All right, 60 seconds. What's the score? We have three. Jeopardy Jeff has six. Okay, go. In the category of desserts, a classic banana split is topped with how? Fave. Bailey D. He's going to say how many cherries. Let's say three. But it's one. It's It's always a cherry on top. Yeah, one. 
And that would be incorrect. God, why did we buzz in? A classic banana split dessert topped with how many types of ice cream, Jeopardy Jeff? Oh, me. And three would have been right for Bailey D. We still should have just said three. You're we would have got worst. it right. I, I if just, we would have said three, we would have still got it right. You should have listened to me. You're taking up your own time. Ice cream, cake, and meringue make up this dessert name. Uh, Bailey D. Ice cream, cake, and meringue. Oh, uh, shortcake. Uh, or, uh, no, uh, key, uh, lemon meringue pie. pie. Lemon meringue pie. Lemon meringue pie. That would be incorrect. <laughs> Named for this U.S. state. Oh, my God. Baked Alaska. Baked Alaska would be correct. <laughs> right. Game's over. <laughs> I quit. And you broke your pen. I quit. <laughs> Pins broke. Oh, my pen broke. You broke it by throwing it. Do you have the other half? No, it's all over there in pieces. So Look. This is an expensive pen. I paid like a dollar for <laughs> I have super expensive. glue. I think we need a category in anger management. <laughs> oh my God. We definitely do, Jeff. <laughs> Is it ink all over you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, not on the Tahoe. It's your fault. <laughs> You're the worst. Oh my God. The worst. Chris and Lincoln, congratulations. Have a good time there at Farm to Fire to Fork, September 23rd. Capital Mall Greens for everybody else. Visit sacramento.ticketspice.com, okay? Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. It sounds like it. It doesn't sound like it. Hang on. It doesn't sound like it at all. Is everybody miserable on Wednesday? Oh, my God. Follow Jeopardy Jeff on social media. I got to go wash my hands. I've got ink all over me, and I got to find a new pen. This is my favorite pen. I'm very upset right now. Uh, That was horrible. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. (laughs) So angry. So angry. All right. Jeopardy Jeff, love you like a play cousin on my mom's side. Have a great rest of your week, sir, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Y'all, we'll see you next time. All right. Congratulations, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. So angry. So angry. I guess I have people. Kyle, are these people trying to guess the jelly roll thing? All right. Okay. Do you think he got it off of the two uh, pieces of the jelly rolls life sentence? We'll do that. Also, we got to talk about this. This is like it can swing one way or the other, but very, very interesting. You got to, you got to, you got to follow me on this though, because at first you're going to be taken back because it has to do with women and porn and sex, but who she is and what she's doing and what she says about it might be a game changer as we move forward in people in certain places as far as professions. Oh. 916-909-0985. You want to participate? We appreciate you being here. Give us a minute. Hey. All right. I have a feeling these phone calls are going to consume this segment, which is fine. We uh, have this jelly roll vip experience to give away here this morning and we will in the next 35 minutes possibly in the next couple minutes uh, what we've been doing is called the jelly roll life sentence guilty as charged jelly rolls life sentence it was like that that sound at the end, you know, that dragnet kind of sound. Chris Rice did a really good job on that. So uh, this prize is is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, tomorrow night, Toyota Pavilion, Jelly Rolls there in Concord, uh, and you will get two tickets, but not just two tickets, two premium reserved seats, an invitation to the Jelly Roll VIP lounge. You'll get some hors d'oeuvres. You'll be invited to the cash bar. You'll get four drink tickets. Which should be good. Just relax. You don't need Thursday night. Uh, Photo booth, limited edition tour poster, VIP exclusive jelly roll gift item and laminate, photo op in front of the backdrop there, tour uh, tour merchandise shopping before 
door time, which is brilliant. I've never seen that before. It's a really smart move. So you can get a, especially if you're a big guy, you can get a shirt in your size. Mm -hmm. That stuff sells out quick. And uh, to speak on Jelly Roll, he is no slouch when he does these VIP experiences. It's almost like he doesn't know he's super famous. You know the best VIP experience I ever went to? Which was? Kid Rock. He had bologna sandwiches and Budweiser. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. A dedicated entrance and on-site VIP teams. Anyway, that's what we have. So we've played two clips. We've put together a sentence. Now, if you listen to the conversation that I had with him not that long ago, a lot of it's going to sound familiar like the video I posted last night on our social media at Listen to the BS. Those two clips or at least the first one I think Nikki D has posted up. I'm not I posted going- the second one as well. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what they are in this in this segment. Okay. I mean, that's part of us tricking you to listen to us. Right? <laughs> Don't show them how the sausage is made. It's, it's called appointment listening. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's how we trick you to get fake ratings, right? <laughs> so if you can guess the third part of the sentence, uh, but you've got to know the first two parts. So like Charles in Sacramento, I'm assuming you know the first two parts, correct? Yes. Okay, so now you can tell people. I'm not going to tell them. And then if you want to guess what the third one is, if you got it, then the bit's over and I can move on with the show. Go ahead. I'd pay $200 an ounce. Slur that again? Pay what? I'd pay $200 an ounce. What's the, fir- oh, an have the ounce. first part? What's the first part? I'd pay. No. Mm-mm. You missed the first. It's, there's three parts of the sentence, sir. We've given you two. Okay. We've we've given you two. You you gotta you gotta try again. Now we will give you all three coming up in about thirty minutes, but it's gonna be the first person on the phone. Yep. So if you can get it beforehand, that's even better. Sorry, sir. You're gonna have to try again. Cody in Sacramento, you sound like a guy and I haven't even heard your voice. So you know the first two, right? <laughs> what up, man? How you doing? Good. You know hey. the you know the first two, yes? I don't mind pain. What's the first $200? part of No, 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 no. There's at 7 a.m. we play the first part of this sentence. No, sir. Was, I don't mind pain. No. No. Right? No. 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 No, that's the second part. That's Even the second that's part. And we're looking for the third part. It's posted on our website. For a t-shirt. Sorry, sorry, Cody. No, sir. <laughs> He's just saying words. Keep going. James in Sacramento. I've got faith in James. You can just <laughs> hear it in his breathing. James got it. James, the first part of the sentence was what? Is it, here's the thing? No, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm not asking you to guess what the first part was. We literally gave it to you, and it's on our social it's media. It's posted on our website and the 98 Rock page. It's posted everywhere. You would have to guess what the third part is. I'm, I'm, I'm on the webpage. I don't see it. Well, you got to look harder, mm. James. I got to let you go. Yeah. Jamie, and then I'm going to move on. Go ahead. Uh, can you skip me? That's awesome. Hey, I know what it is, but I don't know. Man, I, I know what the first part is, but I got a bad memory. Well, well you got to write it down or something. Put it in your notes on your I'm phone. Driving. Jamie, I'm driving or else I would. Jamie, did you I got get hands free? Did you get my text? Where it said, you know? what, how's, how's that my problem? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, oh, check check cold. the social media or be the first person in about 30 minutes. Yeah, to try back. To try back. I mean, Dang. Everybody I know. missed the first clue. I guess. And I can't talk about this porn chick now. I know. Right. She's not a porn chick. She's a politician. What am I saying? Mm. But I, I'll get to her probably in the nine. It's just like it's such a good story because it's really a mind up. There's more to it, to it than the, you know, the. The the tease you just gave the pornography. Mm-hmm. Well, I, out out of being you know the shock jock porn thing, that, that's not uh, the point. The right, point right. is, is we've got to a point now 
where we have to accept either honesty, we want to be lied to because everybody's got a past. Mm -hmm. And our past has a digital footprint. And there's no escaping it. So get used to it. You're going to be working with and for people that have done things 40 years ago, if you're OG, that were just not accepted. Especially if you lean towards more of a conservative lifestyle, in Mm -hmm. which I do. You know, that's just how I was brought up. But anyway, we'll get to that. It's like... An hour before tease, so I won't be able to get to it. <laughs> An hour before tease. <laughs> Later on. Let's do our uh, third round of headlines. <sighs> Nikki D. I'm going to tell you what fugitive was recently arrested and who else is going back on air with their talk shows. Now, look, I would suggest for those of you that are trying to put together Jelly Roll's Life Sentence for this VIP experience, I mean, like, we've got less than 30 minutes until we give this away. It's going to somebody. You've got to know the first part of the sentence. We've given you the first two. One is a video clue. The second is a, a flyer where I've posted it up there where you can just quickly look and read it. Okay, that's so what's both a, are there. At Listen to the BS. Yep. But we've played both of them on the air. We have. Right. Multiple I'm, times. And I'm going to put all three together unless you know it beforehand. So if you know the first two and you want to guess what the third one is, I've got, like I said, another 30 minutes. Feel free to guess. And if you've listened to that conversation on our YouTube page, mm-hmm. then... Not that the sentence exists because we've pieced it together, mm-hmm. but the last part of the sentence exists and makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm screaming? Mm-hmm. All right. 916-909-0985. Your phone calls and headlines. You're next. Thank you. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Third round of headlines. Big thanks to Good Guys Heating and Air. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. I can attest to that. Nikki D. Good thing this killer was captured because the people of the city were on to him. H5. He has been spotted 14 times since he escaped from prison last month, but continues to evade law enforcement. If it's still like this in a couple of days, I know people around here aren't going to sit by and let it be like that. They, they might start going out and walking around on their own. Yeah, the people in Pennsylvania were not going to sit by much longer. Good thing the police did uh, today capture the inmate that escaped from jail there. Um, They used this technology that was heat-seeking. That's how they were able to zone in on him and eventually capture him. We were watching coverage of this this morning, and me and Bailey witnessed something I know I have never seen in real time. They had him still in handcuffs, all of the tactical team, and the dogs were around him. And they all grouped together and took a picture. Weirdest thing ever. I've never seen that before. <laughs> I mean, I guess you see the pictures posted, like, in papers and stuff, but I never thought. It's such a, like, Dylan mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, like, back oh, in the right. day, you know, where was, they were proud. It was like, look at us, we did it. I, there has to be an explanation for it. It just can't be the tactical teams into selfies and all have an Instagram account. <laughs> right, because they took multiple takes. Like, okay, hold on, we got to do it again. And then he took another picture. Hold on, do it again. They did three takes, and then finally they all dispersed. I was like, and you know weird. the you know the bad guys. He's like the guy in the family that doesn't want to take pictures. Mm-hmm. He's like, <laughs> you know, can you tell this person to please put it vertical? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I carry this up. I, I honestly think the news is blowing this story way out of proportion. It's, I mean, yeah, the guy escaped jail fourteen times, which makes law enforcement look really, really bad. And the way he keeps escaping uh, makes him look bad. I'm surprised it wasn't buried because of the embarrassment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, there's so many people that are out there right now that have either escaped or are wanted on the FBI's most wanted list, and so. And there's zero news coverage. Nope, not at all. But this is sexy for the minute, I guess. And maybe 
you know, the bigger picture would be to make sure it's in the media so people know and they're aware. Because, because he's so violent. Right. I mean, there was the altercation yesterday where he took the homeowner's rifle. Yep. And absolutely. the homeowner shot at him. I don't know how he got the rifle from him. But uh, so that I get. I watch enough Criminal Minds and, of course, my training is. Agent Buck Wagon Cover. Oh, I can understand the media pressure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, here we go. If, if I had been, if I had already been deputized, uh huh, this guy would have been caught in less than fourteen days. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, you would have been on the jet. Of course, he would from have. Sac- to I would, he has a private one. I would have been on the jet, quoting Socrates, and I would have landed, and I would have gotten him. <laughs> Easy. <Socrates>. Bam. <laughs> You got to put yourself in the place of the bad guy. Oh, in order to capture him. Yeah, it would have been like, where's he going? <laughs> to a guy's house with a gun. You wouldn't even need heat technology, would you? Hell no. What would you have used? My brain. Okay. Old My, school. You would have tracked his footprints or something, Bunch right? of hunches. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, and I looked at the foot. I'd be like, that's a sketcher. That for- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's wearing those anymore. Must nope. be this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Must be an escaped convict. All right, second story. Drew Barrymore may have convinced others to go live. H6. While the show began filming for the new season yesterday, two audience members tell Deadline they were reportedly kicked out after expressing their support for the writer's strike. Drew, you should do what is right. Support your writers and support your fans who are supporting your writers. The crazy part with this whole thing is those two people did get kicked out because they were being disruptive. But SAG-AFTRA is not actually taking up any issues with Drew Barrymore going back live to her talk show, even though we are still technically in this writer's strike. Well, she's not the only one who's going back live. Um, They revealed yesterday that both Sherry Shepard and Jennifer Hudson are back live on air September the 18th. And apparently The View, Tamron Hall, and Live with Kelly and Mark are already doing new episodes. So, And and here's the thing. I I thought about this yesterday. I'm at the gym, and they got the TVs, and I see all this programming that's still on. Mm -hmm. So there's programming that's still on television. It might not be live. But they are still promoting things that people can still profit off of. Right. So what's the difference if you're promoting things now, live, or pre-recorded? It defeats the purpose. I think the promotion thing is just if you are a member of SAG-AFTRA. If people that are outside of that can still promote and do whatever they want to do. Well, yeah, but all these people that are on the shows, my point is, is that they are SAG. There's no doubt about it. Just about anybody you see, you know, what is it, three lines and you automatically get SAG. Yes, and so, I think it's gotten silly. It, it, I understand what they're fighting too long. Baby. I understand what they're fighting for. I get it. Trust me, it'll happen in our business eventually when radio personalities get some balls about themselves and stick up for residuals from streaming in the digital world. Mm-hmm. But and they're 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 looking at down the road, right? Saying, "Hey, look, we want money from these streaming services. We're not getting any residuals." I get that, and there should be some type of compromise, without a doubt, but. You know, you're going to see a lot of people scab it and walk over because they're going to get a leg up on the others, and it's going to cause a rip, mm-hmm. right? And they probably are needing some money. They probably are short on cash, so yeah. they're going to have to go back and do something. Who's the uh, really flamboyant gay black guy, Billy? Oh, I know uh, what he you're had to sell his about. house. Billy, he, um... he hosts. A, I don't know what he does, mm-hmm. but he hosts a bunch of shows and everything. So he was at the VMAs last night. I saw him in the crowd, all dressed up, and I'm like, dude, you're broke. Like, what are you doing there? <laughs> How did you get there? That's a, You should sell your clothes. They Billy look exp- Porter, that's yeah. his name. Yeah, beat me to it. They look expensive. Yeah. You know? 
Jamie, do you have the first two lines for the Jelly Roll Life Sentence VIP Experience Prize? Do you know the first two lines now? Jamie? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'll ask you a question. Did you know the first two lines? Did you get it? I absolutely do now. Okay. The first line okay. is the first line is what? This this easiest this is the, the easiest way to put it. And the second line is I would pay two hundred dollars. Okay. You know the first two hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm gonna put you on hold. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna take you first before I put all three pieces together. And if you've got it, because we haven't played the third piece, if you're guessing, you will win. Uh-huh. All right. So just hang on the phone. Don't go anywhere. Awesome. All right. All right? And I'm assuming, Devin, you know the first two lines. At least now you do, right? Yeah. Okay. You hang on, and you'll be second. If Jamie doesn't get it, you'll be the second person to guess. Anybody else wants to guess before I give out the third piece, Mm -hmm. then it'll be the first person on the phone that gets this, gets the VIP experience with Jelly Roll tomorrow night. 916-909-0985. Hang on. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. The time has come. Jelly Roll Life Sentence and the VIP experience that we have to give to someone. Hopefully it is you. So starting at 7 a.m. this morning, we've now played you two different clips. Yep. And there will be a third clip that we're going to play here after we take some guesses. Uh, I'm not going to play the first two right now. I'm not. Because we've already given them out. And they're on our social media. Absolutely. At Listen to the BS. So, uh, and you're going to probably hear them from uh, those that are on Holt. And I said, if you want to guess at any point in time, if you think you can fi- finish the sentence from Jelly Roll, mm-hmm. which, by the way, has been pieced together from the conversation that I had with him weeks back that is available on our YouTube channel at The Bailey Show, also on uh, the Odyssey app as well. Two premier reserve seats for the show tomorrow at the Toyota Pavilion in Concord. you got to be there by 530. If not, just don't even participate because that's the rules. That's Absolutely. What they, that's what they yelled at us for, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, make sure they're there at 530. If not, mm-hmm. it's not happening. Uh, an invitation to the Jelly Roll VIP Lounge. You got some hors d'oeuvres. You got a cash bar. They're going to give you four drink tickets. Uh, photo booth, limited edition tour poster, VIP exclusive Jelly Roll gift item and laminate. Photo op in front of the VIP backdrop. You get tour merchandise shopping before door time. Uh, dedicated entrance and on-site VIP team. This is like really, an, we, we cannot thank Jelly Roll and his camp enough for this package. This is an amazing package. I want to go do this. This, this, <laughs> this, this is really a really cool experience. So, again, the, the bit is we've gotten three pieces of audio that form a sentence. Mm-hmm. We've played you the first two already earlier in the show. Uh, and if you could guess the third part, which you might, like the people on hold here, that's fine. I'm going to, after I take these phone calls, give you the third piece. Right. Which means you got to know the first two. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right? You got to put it all together. And the first person to do that is going to win. 916-909-0985. Jamie, you're back. The I'm first... back, buddy. Okay. <clears throat> I got faith in you now. The first part of Jelly Roll's life sentence was what? This is the easiest way to put it. All right. And the second part? I would I would pay $200. Okay. Now, I have not given the third part. This is a total guess. What is the third part? For a tattoo. Such a great oh, guess. Oh, that was a really good one. Unfortunately, uh, Jamie, that is incorrect. But that is a great guess. So I'm, I'm going to hang up with you. Okay. 
Keep listening. I'm going to take Devin here, and then I'm going to give the third part, and then you're going to have to be the first person back. Okay? All right. All right. Devin, Sacramento, the first part of Jelly Roll's life sentence. This is the easiest way to put it. The second part. I would pay $200. The third part, which I have not given yet. This is a guess. For a Whataburger. Oh, what a burger. That was cute. (laughs) Unfortunately, Devin, that is not the correct answer. (laughs) I am sorry, sir. You're going to, I'll tell you the same thing. I'm going to hang up. I'm giving you the third part. The first person back on the phone is going to win. So I'm going to let you go. All right. Give me my intro one last time. Guilty as charged. Jelly Roll's life sentence. The third part of Jelly Roll's life sentence. I'm not going to give you the first two. They did. So I hope you remembered it or you're on our social media. And now the first person on the phone to put all three together. Mm -hmm. You're getting the VIP experience for tomorrow night's show. 916-909-0985. The third part is to smoke a joint. Once again. To smoke a joint. All right, there you go. Oh, I like how that sounded. Okay. Why did you like how that sounded? Because it, it it sounded like it had like an echo by like to 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 smoke a joint. The remix. Yeah, that's how it sounded. That's how I planned it. Jelly roll remix. Yeah. You want to hear it again? You like it? Yeah, I liked it. To smoke a joint. You heard that? I think that's. I think they call that poor editing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it sounded good to me. That's because you know what Jelly Roll doesn't do a good job of saying the word "too" real clear. Okay, he blends it into a lot of words. I think. I think there were numerous puzzles that Nelson was putting together. Because I think the conversation with Jelly Roll lasted like forty-five minutes. It was long. So he kept asking me, he's like, you think this is going to be good? Do you think this is going to be good? Do you think this is going to be good? Like, sure, dude. I don't care. Go ahead. I'm going to watch something on TV. All right. So uh, put them all three together, and you're going to win. Again, first person is Kyle Screens, you guys, 916-909-0985. I'm going to start bringing this up, and I'll probably have to finish the conversation here when we return because we're, we're going to pay this off. But uh, what I'm talking about with this porn um, stuff is this woman, she's 40 years old, her name's Susanna Gibson, right? Uh-huh. She's a Democrat. She's running to represent District 57 in Richmond, Virginia. And it's the, the, it's the, the her world has exploded on her, no pun intended, but <laughs> she has been extremely active on this platform called Chatterbait. Nelson, mm-hmm. are you familiar with Chatterbait? I am, yes. Okay, and Chatterbait is like uh, an OnlyFans. Ca- kind of. It was the precursor to, to OnlyFans. It was live cams that you would do, and then you could get tips and things and go into private rooms. And- so she's got several pornography videos up there, mm. and I don't know if you guys looked for them, but I did, and they were easy to find. And, of course, it was research when my wife walked in on me. Fair. I had to explain the story and what I was doing and why I was doing it. But they're pretty raunchy. Really? Yeah, and she's a good. I mean, they're like if you're into that kind of stuff, this is good stuff. Okay. Well, her her husband was was in on it, like he was involved with her doing it. Like he was the model. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was the mm-hmm. penetrator. Yeah. Well, see, that's what it started out. Chatterbait that it was supposed to be for normal people, and then like porn stars and everything got on it. But it was like a swinger thing. And okay. so you would get on and share yourself or you would share you and your partner and your activities. So um, it's raunchy. Yeah. You know, whatever you consider raunchy to be. 
So, of course, the other side is going after her because they're like, you've got no business being in this type of position. <laughs> I mean, not like sexual, but as no, far as professional no. uh, <laughs> with these sex acts. <laughs> and so her attorney is coming out and saying it appears to be in violation of state revenge porn laws, as well as she's spoken out, owned up to all of it. Yeah. And says, look, yeah, this is this is what I've done. I was collecting money because she was getting paid for this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm not denying any of this. So this brings up a very interesting conversation of would you rather. Now, I know this is kind of on low on the totem pole as far as, you know, with politicians and whatnot. But w- would you rather have someone that is completely transparent and honest? Mm-hmm. And when I say completely transparent and honest, I'm talking about someone that there's a digital footprint of proof. Well, a digital f- footprint of proof, I would say in this case, yes, you want them to be honest about the things that they did, but I feel like she did this for her office, like for running to get money for whatever she was trying to do. Well, I don't know about that. I think she was trying to keep the lights on. Yeah. I mean, she did it a year ago, so it's not like something she did oh. 40 years ago. But, but here's the thing is like, you know, so you see these people in power and they lie and they get caught. Mm-hmm. And then it goes away. It's the, it's it's the it's the media swing, right? It's it's what they do. I've talked to politicians. I've interviewed politicians before. They're really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a pretty good talker. But these guys have been trained to be experts to take a conversation and not talk about it anymore. Right, but still spew words and and just control the conversation. I mean, they're really it's really fascinating how they do this kind of stuff. So. uh you know, and that's what they do. I mean, you look at Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, in my opinion, did one of the worst things you could possibly do in office. Mm. Not only did he cheat on his wife, he's an adulterer, which I despise, right? He did it in the sacred Oval Office, yep. our headquarters, mm-hmm. lied to the American people, and then fessed up to it and still was president and still goes down in history as one of the best, the best just because there was a surplus at the time of his presidency because it's all about money. You know, the stuff with Trump that's going on. You know, mm-hmm. people refuse to to deny what are facts. What are facts. You know, it, we don't mind being lied to anymore, <laughs> right? We just exactly. don't care. You see some of these politicians are sending pee-pee pics, you know, yep, and getting right. busted for yep. it and still staying in office. Right. This woman, on the other hand, did something that historically, no way, Jose, it's not happening. Right. You know, because we still have conservative views, in which I do. I'm not a cons- I'm not. I'm a bipartisan guy just for everybody, just so you know. You're going to hear from different sides, and I don't like to get into politics. But as far as my views, I'm a traditionalist. I think that we have to have a basis for things in order to expand off of so we can learn to accept understanding where we came from. I don't think anybody, though, if we got to be honest, is totally 100% conservative. People have just put on fronts prior that made us think they were this way, but people have always been what this woman is. They're just now being open with it. That's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, yeah. is like, do you accept it? Somebody that's going to make decisions for you. I do. And I'm not just talking in the political ring. I'm talking about a boss. You know, a CEO, a president of a company, mm. your manager, if you knew, because let me tell you, spoiler alert, everybody's got skeletons. Absolutely. Every single body, mm-hmm. every single person has got a skeleton in their closet. You can look at the person that you think is 100% pure and vanilla. And they're not. And I'm telling you, there is something in their lives that would shock and awe you. 
But if what they're doing was something that wasn't uh, like illegal or going against something I believe in, I'm for it. Like if, if you're doing porn, okay. If you're doing something with kids, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. So I think it depends on what it is they're doing that people can accept their truth and move past it. All right. Supposedly we have people with the right answer. Yes. So supposedly we are getting ready to find a winner here in just a few minutes for the Jelly Roll VIP experience. I'm going to put my money on not everybody still has the right answer. Mm -hmm. Even though you should have all the pieces to Jelly Roll's life sentence. So, you right. should. 916-909-0985. We can continue this conversation. Of course, we'll pay off the Jelly Roll uh, VIP experience prize and find a winner here in a minute. Hang on. All right. I got a bunch of people that supposedly have the right answer to Jelly Roll's life sentence. Guilty as charged. Jelly Roll's life sentence. You have all three pieces now for this VIP experience for Jelly Roll show tomorrow night. Toyota Pavilion at Concord. I got to be there at 530, but you got to know all three pieces word for word. Yep, they got to go together. One word off, you're SOL. All right. Going down the line here. Lori in Pleasant Hill. Good morning. Lori? Good morning. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Okay. Okay. Focus, focus, focus. Give me Jelly Roll's life sentence word for word. Oh, boy. Well, there's only one way to say this. I would pay $200 to smoke a joint. No, not no. even close. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't close, Lori. Sorry. Gotta go. <laughs> Uh, it's it with confidence, though. Uh, yeah. She did. She she totally <laughs> she totally owned it. There's no doubt about that. I I was like, that's why I paused. I'm like, am I wrong? Like, am I wrong? Devin in Sacramento, you've been trying all morning long. Word for word, give me Jelly Roll's life sentence. This is the easiest way to put it. I would pay two hundred dollars to smoke a joint. Boom. Oh, Devin. <laughs> This is the easiest way to put it. I would pay $200 to smoke a joint. Smoke there a joint. Go. There you go. I feel like you really earned this, Devin. <laughs> he did. You've been trying for like two and, a, two and a half hours. Like, I got to respect that, you know? All right, so you can be at Toyota Pavilion tomorrow night by 530, correct? Yes. Okay. Again, this is what you're getting. Two premium reserve seats, an invitation to the Jelly Roll VIP Lounge, Hot and cold hood divs, cash bar with four drink tickets, photo booth, limited edition tour poster. You dinged me before I said poster. Sorry, I was. You got. You was on a roll. Your ding happened. He yeah, well, you were roll. building up. You were going faster, so I went faster. <laughs> VIP exclusive jelly roll gift item and laminate. I wasn't done. Damn it! I knew. It. <laughs> I knew he was going to do that to me, Nikki D. That's payback for you don't know Jeff earlier. Uh -huh. Photo opportunity in front <laughs> of the VIP backdrop, tour merchandise shopping before door time. I feel like Captain Kirk. And a dedicated entrance and on-site VIP team. So all this is going to you, Devin, and whomever you decide to take tomorrow night, okay? All right. Sounds great. Compliments of Jelly Roll, his crew, 
Uh, 98 Rock and the BS, of course, okay? You're going in style. All right. Well, hang on. We're going to get your information. Don't go anywhere, <laughs> all right? Uh, if you want to, you can do that now. You can do that in a couple of minutes when I break. It's up to you. I, I promise you he's not going anywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> if he hangs up, I'm sure we can find somebody to take his prize for him. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, did you guys go and watch this video yet of the Susanna Gibson, this 40-year-old uh, Democrat running to represent District 57 in Richmond, the porn stuff? No, yeah, I did. Yeah. I wanted to turn my uh, Wi-Fi off before I did that. Why? Oh, so the yeah, I was on the company Wi-Fi. I think you'd be. It's okay. Fine. I mean, it's, show prep. It, yeah, it's it's fine. She uh, is reported to have consistently asked folks who are watching to keep on donating to her account via digital tokens. That's how that works. You do this stuff, the pornography on these sites. And, uh-huh. and while you're in the act, you ask people to give you money? Because what it sounds like is her Weird. live has the same live features as most other live streaming platforms. Like what I do is not pornography, what I do. But while you're live, people can give you, in my case, diamonds that converts to money. So that's what it sounds like is they have live gifts that she can get while she's streaming. Yeah, but you're not being stuffed like a raccoon either. I mean, No, I'm not, but I'm saying all the live features now are offering that. Even Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you can get yeah, coins while you're live. Yeah, well, I, I get the concept, yeah. but you are just doing, like, when you're, what are you, Black Diamond? Yes, I'm Black Diamond. On your Meat Flap app? Mm-hmm. When you go on there and people get, they're doing it because they like you and they right. like the conversation. Right. Well, I mean, you're, they're, in essence, that's what they're doing for Diana. Absolutely. No, 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 no. They're, they're giving her money because she's naked and they like it. She's getting ram jammed. And they like it. <laughs> same thing. Same, same. Okay. Well, I, I don't think it's the same thing, but that's fine. In fact, they stole it from there. Chatterbait was doing it before any of these other live uh, streaming services. But, oh, but, they were. But okay. here's, you know, again, I, I lean towards the side. And, and I have always had the mindset of I want the perfect person in that leadership role. Right. You know, just because of, you know, my traditional esque views. Mm -hmm. Right. But as you get older and as the world changes, you kind of have to maybe step outside of that bubble and go, it's impossible. That's not going to happen. Because like you said earlier, everybody has something. It's just whether or not it comes out or it's revealed how long ago they did the something, but they have something. And you have to ask yourself, would you rather them keep it in the closet Mm -hmm. or be completely honest? And I got to tell you, if there's backing that they're being honest, uh-huh. you know what I mean, uh, before they lie, then I think I'm going to respect that more than anything else. But it's just funny how, you know, in our country, still pornography and all that stuff, very taboo. Mm-hmm. You go to the UK, obviously a lot different. In other countries, a lot different. You know, we're just still very uptight about sex and nudity and, and the way that we view it. I can appreciate somebody going, yeah, this is what I did. Uh, okay, what's your point? Right. What, 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 is, what is the, because I, you're trying to tell me you don't have sex? Are you right. trying to tell me that you don't have sex yep. in this position? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to say? Just because mine happens to be on film and people gave me money because that's what today's world is? Mm-hmm. I'm a worse person than you? Who's worse? Me or you that's lying about it. Exactly. That sneaks up to your office or into your office and looks at God knows what on your computer mm-hmm. and hasn't touched your wife in 40 years. And I, and that's what I was going to say. People respect it when you go ahead and tell them the truth up front because then there's nothing to hide. Your, your people that's going against you, they can't do a smear campaign because you already put all your own stuff out there. We've had people that showed us great examples of that. I always use this as Kevin Hart. When, when they were trying to extort him for the money, what did he do? He went ahead and told his own truth. So there's nothing you can do to me. This is what I did. David Letterman did the same thing yep. with the intern. Mm-hmm. 
you know, before even it got into the tabloids, mm-hmm. he went on to a show and said, hey, look, here's a situation. I, 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 I wasn't married, you know, but that's wrong for me to do that with it. And literally that story went away the next day. Um, I don't know if you remember from the old podcast, but Maitland Ward. Oh, yes. I from, do remember her. From Boy, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. She's in that world. She's very attractive, does some really raunchy stuff, but she owns it. She does. And she told us how people in the business like stopped dealing with her because she openly did porn, which I think was hypocritical because, again, everybody does something. Right. Now, Pamela Anderson's case, without a doubt, well, between her and Paris Hilton, uh, one of the most famous sex tapes that were ever leaked. Yep. Right. Actually leaked. Actually leaked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the Kardashian tape was not leaked. That was profited on. Well, yeah, and I think probably Rick Solomon was the one that leaked Paris Hilton. I, I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I think, I think, I think she was a visionary, and she knew that it would give her fortune and fame. Pamela got screwed. She got screwed, yes. and that, that's my point, uh-huh. is Pamela Anderson, they fought it. Her and Tommy Lee fought it for so much. Yes. Tommy Lee's career didn't suffer, but because of the way that we viewed that, Pamela Anderson's career suffered. It did. Right. Not that she was the best actress or whatnot, but- she was, I mean, if you've watched her documentary, you feel really bad for her. Because women it. always get the short end of the sick in these things. She didn't in that video. Oh, I get it, because uh, she's talking about a penis. Oh, oh Nelson, yeah. you nasty Nelson. Oh, my God. He drove a <laughs> boat with it. If you can aggressively honk a boat horn with <laughs> your penis, yes! you're next level, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Next level. Yes. Right? Hey, I'm, I'm not mad at that. I, I have never seen it, and now I wish I would. He pilots a boat. Like literally, he could have been jet skiing and still drove the boat. Yes, Dang, that's how. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. it's not real. It's you want aliens exist. She deserves a medal of freedom. Does okay. <laughs> I mean her purple heart? Something. God. Right. Exactly. So anyway, for those of you uh, that are planning on voting for District Fifty Seven in Richmond, Virginia, she got my vote. I just listen. I was gonna say she has full. plenty of votes. I am <laughs> sure of it. <laughs> Yeah, well, that and that's the other thing is for a lot of these, or not a lot, but some of these people, you know, you go down the list. Like Sylvester Stallone started out in the industry, yep. the porn industry. Uh, Kim Kardashian, it didn't hurt her career. Uh, Screech tried to help his career. Right. But not, then he turned around and lied about it. Right. And said he used a stunt double. So in a lot of cases, if done properly, it helps you out. This it's is an interesting case of her owning it uh-huh. and being in that world. Absolutely. And I'm curious to see if it's going to benefit her or not. Like, I could even see old gray hairs from back in the day that have very conservative views go, you know, pick women power over political power and mm-hmm. go, you know what? She's right. She's owning up to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm, I'm going to go back her play. I'm going to back her play. Yep. Yeah, I could totally see that. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you the latest person banned from free speech Twitter and what a man bought his wife after winning the lottery. All right. Two big stories from today. Again, congratulations to Devin and Sacramento for the Jelly Roll Life Sentence VIP experience that you won. Thanks for playing along, everybody, this morning. That was fun. Uh, If you didn't win, I'm sorry. I know you're very angry, but only one person can win. All right. We'll get to your headlines here next. Hang on. Stand by for news. Headlines. All right, buddies. Fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys. Heating and air. Get your stuff checked. 530 good air. 530 good air. Nikki D. 
Twitter's free speech apparently stops at sports. H7. So I just want to know how long is the rehab from this injury? Is it 18 months? Because if it's like 18 months, that's not just missing this season. That's missing next season, too. Rehab. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers is out. He had an injury. But one of the peculiar things that happened was there was a tweet that went out on the platform formerly known as Twitter by somebody at the hashtag of Daddy Zaslav. And he said that Aaron Rodgers is going to tear his Achilles on a rain-drenched MetLife turf in two and a half hours. And that very thing happened. Well, since then, his Twitter account has been suspended. Now, people are on their, you know, conspiracy theory train of why his account was suspended. We don't really know. The New York Post did reach out to Twitter to try to get a response from them. They've said nothing. I don't know why his account is suspended, but going based off of my ridiculous theory from earlier this morning uh-huh. is not the buy-in to the NFL is scripted, but I think Aaron Rodgers didn't want to play this year, and he actually is being a good guy and used preseason to train Zach Wilson and then puts him into a situation without letting him know, and it obviously worked out for the Jets because they ended up winning. The story writes itself. He it does. And just happened to be the team on hard knocks, which just happens to be the guy that has the walk-off touchdown at the end is featured on hard knocks with making the team because there is a question mark. I mean, like, the story's great. But how does Rodgers benefit from that? Because he's done. He still gets $75 million, and he has to do nothing but some rehab. No, but you don't think Rodgers is a legacy guy like a, like a Brady? or No, a- he's going to. He's going to go to another team and get hurt again and pass the torch. That's going to be his new gimmick. I think he's going to retire. I think he's just going to quit no. playing football. No, he's going no. to be like on four more teams, and he's going to pass the torch to a young – he's going to go to Indianapolis next. He's going and, to get hurt there too. And, and Oh, you're definitely getting hurt and he goes to Indy. <laughs> Anthony Richardson's – well, he's, he's, he's already starting, but he's going to take his job, and then he's going to pass the torch, and Anthony Richardson's going to be awesome. So All these players, he's just going to be the guy that passes the torch. I'm telling you. Also, in Wisconsin, of course, where he came from with uh-huh. Green Bay, there was a bar that said, uh, we'll pick up your tab if the uh, Jets, Jets lose. lose. Mm-hmm. And so after the first series, when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, the packed bar loaded up their tab <laughs> knowing oh. that there's no <laughs> chance in hell that they're going to win. The Jets can win. And at the very last minute, the waitresses passed out bar tabs. <laughs> wow. That was clever, though, was it not? I, oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. like Aaron Rodgers or not, it doesn't matter. The story's phenomenal. It's the best story from opening week of the NFL <laughs> that I can remember. Everything about it is great. And, again, I always say you need more than the game. You know, you need the story. And I think Zach Wilson's going to be fine. I really do. I th- I actually it am. Sounds like it. I'm actually rooting for the guy, you know, because he's – He's kind of in that Sam Darnold conversation where mm-hmm. there is so much hype coming out of college and they just never lived up to their expectations. But I think that Aaron Rodgers taught him so much in preseason and uh, the weeks leading up to preseason that he's going to come in and he's going to shock people. He's got the weapons mm-hmm. and it, 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 he's going to be, you know, a surprise in the NFL this year. I really do. Okay, I guess we'll see. Yeah. You All put right. him on your fantasy? No, not okay. that much. Okay. That much. I'm just checking. No, no. All right, second story. <laughs> if you win the lottery, what's the first thing you're going to buy? H8. 
The LA Times reports winner Edwin Castro dropped more than $25 million of his winnings on a modern mansion with several celebrity neighbors. That was one of the billion dollar winners that we had right here in California. He went and bought himself a house. Well, old Bud T over in Colorado, he won a lottery recently. And the first thing he treated himself to, want to guess, Bailey? Oh, uh, I know the answer. Well, that's, you already know. That's Nelson. He doesn't Nelson? do show prep. Yeah. Oh. What did he buy? He bought uh, I don't know, a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> no, he bought a watermelon. He bought himself a watermelon and he bought his wife some flowers. He won $5 million, but he took the cash prize, which let him go home with $2.5 million. And he said he's a simple guy. He's living a simple life. He just wanted some watermelon flowers. Like a Japanese watermelon? One like, of those like $500 watermelons? No, just a regular smeg. I got to tell you, that's pretty gangster. It is. Right? <laughs> that is. How much did he win? He won $2.5 million Two, that he took home. $2.5 million. Absolutely. He leaves the lottery office. He goes, you know what? My lovey at the house needs some flowers. She needs some flowers. Stops by. Probably didn't even go high highbrow flowers. No, he went to the grocery store where he got the watermelon from. Yeah, exactly. And got the flowers. And, and he didn't go highbrow at the grocery store. He nope. went in that one basket that's like two days old flowers. Yep. Yeah. Because they're going to die anyway. That's the good stuff. That's it badass. Is. I and like he's, that. He looks, he looks like such a nice little cool old man. He's like, whatever. Me and my wife are cool. What you don't hear is after he left the grocery store, as he was eating his watermelon, he left the flowers in the car so he could stop off and have a threesome with some really high-class hookers. <laughs> no, not Bud. And then drop 20K on some blow. Yeah. Not Bud. Bud's right, not going to do that. He's too wholesome. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. Also, anything on the text machine. Yeah. 916-909-0985. You got something good? If not, we'll roll some credits and get out for a Wednesday. Give us a minute. Hang up. Mickey is up next here in just a minute. For those of you that for some reason had a problem with my picture on social media yesterday. Uh, I what think, were they saying about it? I think you need to get checked. You don't need to post everything. Yeah. Oh. Actually, yes, I do. You know, I, that's part of the gig. You know, you, yeah. that's, how you, that's how you connect with your audience. Right. Right. On, dig, on social media. I guess maybe those that follow me that are new to following me don't realize that. I do usually post about just about everything. He does. Uh, so that's either on the show, social media, at Listen to the BS, or my own personal at Mr. Jason Bailey. But I'm a big advocate of getting checked out at the dermatologist, mm-hmm. you know, because just a quick story of my buddy when I was younger in college, he passed away at the age of 22 of melanoma. And ever since then, I've just been terrified of skin cancer. Especially, you know, growing up as, you know, a beach guy in a beach town and mm-hmm. loving the sun and loving the beach. And, stuff. and you don't even realize it. Like, you know, you, we think that we just have to put SPF on when we go to the beach, which is not the case at all. Nope. You know, you got to put that. Uh, you, you can get skin cancer just walking to your car every day. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, for the most part. So you listen to a dermatologist. They'll tell you you should be wearing it all day long, constantly. Exactly. That's why, you know, like with women now, your makeup has SPF in it. Oh, yeah, a lot of it does have it in there. Which is great, you know, but for us dudes, we don't wear that stuff. So anyway, uh, I went, I saw I saw a spot the other day, and this is just after I got a couple other spots, you know, like on my forehead, I had that Mohs surgery mm-hmm. done not that long ago. So I go into Roseville Dermatology, man, they're great, absolutely great. The doctor's great, the people there are fantastic, they're, they're just good people. And I went in there and they found not one, but four spots that they have to remove. I know. I keep looking at the one on your arm every day because it just 
sticks out at me. So they're not going to do Mohs on the one on my arm. This will oh, be an ev- okay. ev- evasive, evasive, is that right? Evasive surgery. Mm-hmm. So that I got two that they're going to do that, and then I got two Mohs that they're going to do. And I had one done yesterday, and I was there for God like three hours because what they do is they go in, they cut it out, and unlike back in the day where you would come back. Mm-hmm. You stay there, and they test it on site. Oh, so you get the results right away. To see if they got it all. Okay. Unfortunately, you didn't get it all the first go around, so you had to go back in. So I'm sitting there snoozing in their room, taking my you know afternoon nap after the show, <laughs> watching Criminal Minds on my phone. It's like, all right, I got things to do. I, I, I want to go to the gym. I want to go to the gym. Anyway, so they got it all out, but I posted a picture. I, I didn't post a picture to gross anybody out. I didn't post a picture for the shock and awe factor. No. I posted a picture so people know what Mo's surgery is and to go to the dermatologist. They just saw blood and they just freaked out. It's That's also what not happened. even a lot of blood. It's like a little, I could easily have been like, oh, I scabbed my knee. How many people have posted pictures like that of their kids? It's a lot for people that don't like blood, though. So, you know, I wasn't doing it to gross your punk ass out. I was doing it to say, go get checked. Mm-hmm. You know, Mo's son, Mo problem. Go M-O-H. See what I did there? I, did. I do. It's like Mo's surgery, but. Then there's a rap song, Mo Money with Problems. Yes, I remember the rap song. <laughs> that's, the, that's the spin on it. It's funny. I mean, real funny. It's like, when this show ends, I'm going to go laugh. It's even better when you got to explain it. <laughs> All right. Uh, at Listen to the BS on social media, uh, at The Bailey Show on uh, YouTube. Our BS Uncensored podcast episode four is up this week. Uh, a lot of 9-11 stuff on there. Some stories that we weren't able to get to on the air this week, so you can check that out. Nikki D, got anything? Uh, porn over politics. There you go. Nelson? If it bleeds, it leads. There you go. like it. All right. Look, Mickey's up next. Enjoy yourself a great, safe rest of your day. If all goes well, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. Eva! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know I kid out of disappointment. Not listen.